brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the point from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Green Acres, Beverly Hillbilly, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on search for tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry Hall, women liberationists, and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Key, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. Hello, and welcome to Provocative Thought, intimately known as P.T. Striving to awaken those who are asleep, stimulate those who are awakened, feed those who are starving, and nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to be. You can contact the show by dialing 347-0180. Please press the number one to speak. Again, you can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press 1, the number 1, to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen 
Mother, the number four, real. And listen to the show live. You can also contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic, a New Year's resolution. It's that time again when we all get a little older, a little wiser, and a little stronger after walking through the storms of life's tribulations, wading through the good times and the bad times, the laughter and the pain, the sunshine and the rain, the darkness and the light, and the wrong and the right. Maybe there is something you left undone, unsaid, unexplored, or unimagined. Do you reinforce your resolve with a New Year's resolution? What is your New Year's resolution? Give you a little background on New Year's Day. What is New Year's Day? From Wikipedia, free encyclopedia. New Year is the time at which a new calendar year begins, and the calendar's year count increments by one. That would be the first day of the calendar year. Many cultures celebrate the event in some manner. A New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western Hemisphere, but also found in the Eastern Hemisphere, in which a person makes a promise to do something of self-improvement or something slightly nice, such as opening doors to people, beginning the New Year's uh, Day. In 45 B.C., the New Year's Day is celebrated January, was celebrated on January 1st for the first time in history as the Julian calendar takes effect. Soon after becoming Roman dictator, Julius Caesar decided that the traditional Roman calendar was in dire need of reform. Introduced around the 7th century B.C., the Roman calendar attempted to follow the lunar cycle, but frequently fell out of phase with the season and had to be uh, recalculated or, or reacted, correlated. In addition, the pontifices, the, the Roman body charged with overseeing the calendar, often abused this authority by adding days to extend political terms or interfere with elections. You know, got elections tampered in 45 B.C. In designing his new calendar, Caesar enlisted the aid of Socinus, an Alexandrian astronomer who advised him to do away with the lunar cycle entirely. And the year was calculated to be 365 and one quarter days and Caesar added 67 days to the 45 B.C., making 46 B.C. begin on January the 1st. That's how you got your New Year's, rather than in March. Because that New Year starts in the winter, and New Year's usually start around sometime around spring in some other cultures anyway. He also decreed that every four years, a day would be countered from falling a step short. Shortly before, he would count from falling out a step like the Julian all calendar did. So 
That's that leap year thing. Uh, shortly before his assassination in 44 B.C., he changed the name of the month from Tillis to Julius or July after himself. Later, the month of Sextilius was renamed Augustus August after his successor. Caesar uh, August or Augustine, I guess. Um, celebration of uh, New Year's Day in January fell out of practice during the Middle Ages, and even the adhered to the Julian calendar did not observe the New Year exactly on January 1st. The reason for the later was that Caesar and Thosinus failed to calculate the correct value of the solar year as 365.242199 days, not 365.25 days. Thus, an 11-minute a year error added seven days by the year 1000 and 10 days by the mid-15th century. The Roman church became aware of this problem, and in the 1570s, Pope Gregory VIII commissioned Jesuit astronomer Clavis to come up with a new calendar. In, 18, in 1582, the Gregorian calendar was implemented, omitting 10 days for that year and establishing the new rule that only one of every four centennial years should be a leap year. Since then, people around the world have gathered in mass on January the 1st to celebrate the uh, New Year. If you're living in England or one of the American colonies 260 years ago, this date, September 13, 1752, didn't exist. Neither did the 10 days preceding it. Instead, you would have gone to bed on the evening of September the 2nd and woke up the morning of September the 14th. Wow. Days have been effectively skipped over as a part of the parliamentary measure that implemented the Gregorian calendar, allowing Britain and its overseas possessions with the rest of the European, with the rest of Western Europe. That's kind of crazy. In most of the world today, people continue to track their days, months, and years using the centuries-old system. So chances are you're intimately familiar with its working. Still, there are a few things about the Gregorian calendar that might come as a surprise. The original goal of the Gregorian calendar was to change the date of Easter. In 1582, when Pope Gregory VIII introduced his Gregorian calendar, Europe adhered to the Julian calendar, first implemented by Julius Caesar in 46 B.C. Since the Roman emperor's system miscalculated the length of the solar year by 11 minutes, the calendar had since fallen out of sync with the season. This concerned Gregory because it meant that Easter, traditionally observed on March 21st, fell farther away from the spring equinox which each with each passing year. And that's very important right there. Uh, these years don't really occur every four years in the Gregorian calendar. The Julian calendar included in four years, but Alois, Aloysius Lelius, the Italian scientist who developed the system Pope Gregory would unveil in 1582, realized that the addition of so many days made the calendar slightly too long. 
He devised a variation that adds feet days and years divisible by four, unless the year is divided divisible by 100. If the year is also divisible by 400, a leap day is added regardless. While this formula may sound confusing, and it's confusing to me, it did resolve the lag created by Caesar's earlier scheme, almost. The Gregorian calendar differs from the solar year by 26 seconds per year. Despite Leah's ingenious method of syncing the calendar with the seasons, his system is still off by 26 seconds. As a result, in the years since Gregory introduced his calendar in 18, 1582, the discrepancy of several hours have arisen. By the year 4909, the Gregorian calendar will be a full day ahead of the solar year. Some Protestants view the Gregorian calendar as a Catholic plot. So Pope Gregory's papal bull reforming, the calendar had no power beyond the Catholic swiftly adopted the new system for their civil affairs. European Protestants, however, large, largely, oh, we have a caller. Welcome to Provocative Thought, caller. Hello? Welcome to Provocative Thought, caller. Caller, I apologize. So, um... So European Protestants, however, largely rejected the change because of its ties to the papacy. Fearing it was an attempt to silence their movement, it wasn't until the 1700s that the Protestant Germany switched over and England held out until 1752. Orthodox countries clung to the Julian calendar until even later, and the national churches have never embraced Gregory's reforms. So they had a, they had a lot of problems. Okay, we looks like we have a call eleven ninety one. I'm gonna allow you in. Hello, caller. Yes, sir. Good evening. Hello. Oh, good evening. How are you tonight? Okay, how are you, brother? I'm pretty good, man. Uh, I was just listening to into you just uh, just the last minute or two, and uh, since you've been on, and I, um, uh, it, you know, um, sounds like uh, you know a lot about what you're talking to me as far as the subject. Um, can you give me a little bit more in depth about what what the uh, subject is tonight? The subject is New Year's uh, resolution. Whether you have one, whether you made one, and how you go yeah, about, yeah. you know. Keeping your okay. New Year's resolution. I'm just giving a little background on the New Year's, you know, how it came to be. How, oh, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, uh, do yeah, you want me to wait until you – I can I can wait no. until you're done. I mean, you want me to go ahead and make some comments on no, that on my, on my side of things? You, sir. You're good right now. You're live. Okay, That's sure, good. man. All right. Uh, well, honestly, um, uh, by the way, my name is Bear. Uh, thank you, Mom, for being here. How you doing, Bear? I'm good, man. Uh, she she did put that on the birth certificate, by the way. She's full blooded Cherokee Indian. So, uh, okay. but anyway, uh, but anyway, uh, I get made fun of that, about that a lot. But uh, anyway, um, no, you know what, man? Um, this has been the weirdest. Uh, I gotta say, the strangest year for me. Um, 
in a long time. Uh, and I say that in a good and a bad way, negative and a positive. And I guess, you know, that just, when I say that, I kind of reminds me of yin and yang, you know, uh, that, uh, as far as just the way things flow. Um, you know, beginning part of the year, I was in uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, I'm originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, but, uh, I was up in Portland, Oregon, um, and, uh, trying out something new. I'm single. I don't have kids, uh, you know, um, so I'm not stuck anywhere and I am epileptic from an army injury. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I don't drive. So I was thinking, okay, where have I lived before where I knew I could get around without a daggum car, right? So... Portland is probably the third best public transit in the whole United States. I, I swear to you, man, it's freaking, it's unbelievable. Um, but at, at any rate, and it's a beautiful city too, uh, you know, and I was up there for the third time trying to make things work and, uh, ended up, uh, there, I'm trying to put this long story short here. Uh, they ended up jacking up their rent rates, uh, on average of about three fifty to $400 a month in every, in the whole city of Portland. That included Beaverton, which is where I was. It was kind of like, you know, suburbia Portland, I guess. And uh, so I said, okay. Um, Fair. Are you saying jacking it up 400, a plus 400, or up to 400? No, it's $350 to $400 a month. They were jacking up the rent in the whole city. And uh, over the last year and a half to two years, and I got there right at the end of that, and that was just not a good idea. I didn't do my research. You know, um, I was just happy that I had money to be able to go back up there and try it again. Uh, But, you know, when I got into the lease, they they called me and they said, you know, we know you just signed the lease, uh, but we're going to have to da-da-da-da-da. And I went, no. All right, well, you're letting me out of the lease right now. And uh, they said, fine. They had no problem with that. So, you know, skip ahead a little bit. Uh, Portland was fine. I lived there before. It was great. It's beautiful. I mean, people are nice. Uh, you know, um, I I have some alternative medicine that I can use for the epilepsy, and I know that's a gray area for a lot of people, uh, especially here in Tennessee. Um, but I won't go into that either because I know that's, you know, your listeners might not like to me, somebody talking about stuff like that. But at any rate. Um, You're good. Uh, they, Okay, well, you know, if you have half a brain, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, that that, that allowed me to drop all the stupid pharmaceuticals that are making me sick and uh, gave me Crohn's disease, by the way. So, at any rate, um, you know, so skip forward a little bit. Uh, I, I was looking through Craigslist, and I, I found this one article, this one post that said, if you like, if you love animals, call me. I need help. So I ended up uh, going down, um, uh, renting this car when I, of course, wasn't supposed to drive, but I did it anyway. And I, I went down and uh, to a place called Reedsport, Oregon. It's right on the coast, but then there's some mountains that are about 20 minutes up from the coast. And this woman had this beautiful 110-acre ranch. But I get up there, and everything seems cool. Everybody's really nice that lives around there and all that. And they were all getting together, having a little party, and... I felt pretty good. I felt I felt like, okay, this is where I need to be. This is where I maybe need to be the whole daggum time, right? So I get up there, and I'm, I've moved everything in, and she offers for me to stay in this thing called a fifth wheel. I've, and if everybody knows what that is or nobody knows what that is, it's just 
basically your basic trailer, like your trailer home that you can drag it behind okay. a big diesel truck. You know, and right. it's got the amenities, and it's got, you know, all the things that you would need as far as living in a, de- a decent situation. Well, I said no. So I want to go, I want to live the most basic, simple, almost with nothing life that I can possibly live this whole year. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I did that in a second, but, but you know, what changed my life this year and what made it so weird and up and down is because this woman ended up being a hoarder. And I am an animal lover to the T. I wear my heart on my sleeve when it comes to animals, uh, any kind of animals, especially dogs and horses. And, you know, I mean, just, you know, uh, animals that you can get really a feel of their personality with, you know, uh, that you can connect with. Well, this lady was not allowing me to feed these animals properly and because she didn't want to spend money on them, but then she kept getting more animals and more animals and more animals and then would wonder why they looked skinny and, and were all diminished and, you know, and, uh, and, and showing 15 ribs, you know. Um, and so uh, at any rate, so what I learned was as far as selflessness, as far as, you know, going through with what I told somebody I would do when I normally would have run away from that situation, this year I definitely learned the selflessness as opposed to selfishness um, because I stuck with that, man. And uh, dude, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm a I'm a freaking ex Army Airborne Ranger. I, I you know I, I don't <clears throat> you know you know what I'm saying. Like I don't. Um, yeah. uh I woke up every morning up every morning and cried. Okay, I don't mind saying that. I'm supposed to be this big Billy badass. I mean, you know what I'm saying. And and but, but then I there. you know I, right. Uh, I, I I mean, right. dude, it it, it was. It had, it, I could not, <laughs> it, it was so ridiculous what I had to look at every morning until she finally went into her surgery, which is what she needed somebody there for, to run the ranch while she had major surgery. So right. as she was gone, I spent $700 of my disability money from the Army, which I, I don't get much, uh, which that was about all of it. And um, I'm still working on getting better percentages, blah, blah, blah. So, but at any, at any rate, um, you know, I spent just about all of my paycheck one month um, to get about 20 500-pound round bells of hay brought up for the horses and the cows and everybody else while she was not there. Now, get this. This is the twisted part. She comes home, and she gets mad at me for making her – for she gets mad at me for trying to help the animals get healthy. Right. That's how, that's how bat crap crazy this woman was, man. And, uh, I, I don't know how else to put it other than, you know, using curse words and that, that's, that, I don't want to do that. That's, that, that doesn't show very much integrity, but I, I, I um, I, I want to say that that changed my whole attitude. They changed my whole outlook on how people, can make a place that is God's country ugly. That woman made that place ugly because of the way she treated those animals and um, all of that stuff. So, you know, when I say I had a kind of a weird up and down year, uh, it was, you know, I was up there 
working that ranch thinking, what the heck am I doing? Waking up every morning, bawling my eyes out because I had to look at, if I could send you a picture, brother, you would flip out uh, of, you know, of several things that were pretty nauseous uh, to me anyway. I mean, if you're an animal lover at all, you would go, oh, no, 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 no. You know, and, uh, but I've got the before and after, so that's good. Um, but, uh, the after, it, for whatever reason, it, it, you know, she was PO'd at me, starts screaming at me almost like I was telling her that she wasn't running her ranch correctly, I think is the way she, that she took it. And, uh, so I went ahead and, and made a date to leave. Well, I mean, of course, that whole time, uh, to kind of go back just a second, that whole time of living in that hayloft. You know, all I had was a hot plate, a college refrigerator, and a table, and one chair, and a army cot. And that's right. all I did. I lived the most, the simplest life that I possibly could because when I got back here to Tennessee, I wanted to not take things for granted anymore. And I came back in September, and ever since then, my attitude has been completely different. And so my resolution um, pretty much is to continue through this year of the attitude that I learned over this year, you know, over the time of this year, um, you know, to, uh, to make sure that I don't lose sight of the fact that I have a tight-knit family and I'm very blessed for that. Um, yeah, I just lost my dad in my arms three weeks ago when I got home. I mean, not too long after I got home. It was actually about a month ago. It was right before Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know, I mean, he was 79. Uh, he was an ex-Marine, uh, Semper Fi all the way, man. I'm once a Marine, always a Marine. Uh, he poked fun at me for going armies for the two weeks before I went into basic, man. Uh, he said, why don't you go to Paris Island and get sand fleas up the crack of your butt like I did? I said, that that does not sound very pleasing to me. <laughs> I said, that doesn't sound like it was something I want to do, man. And uh, But he poked fun at me for a while. He was proud, though, you know. But uh, at any rate, um, you know, I just want to continue on. I know a lot of people will want to completely stop something or completely start something. But, you know, for me, um, if this makes any sense, uh, you know, I, I, I want to continue the attitude that I've had, even though I'm going through some grief right now. Sure. Okay. Um, that will get better with time. And I understand that now. Um, it won't ever go away, but it'll get better. Uh, you know, and so to continue that attitude is really my resolution. And I appreciate you letting me yap for about 10 minutes, man. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's, that's mine. You know, that's me, man. Um, you know, I'm 40 years old. I, I've got a long ways to go. I got some health issues because of the injuries in the service. And, you know, it's really hard to work right now. And, and working at that ranch this year puts some confidence in me, too, that, I, hey, I can actually do more than I freaking thought I could. You know? And uh, so it it did a lot of things for me, even though it was a really messed up situation. Um, you know, it, it, I I don't know, I don't know how else to put it, uh, it to kind of make my point. You know, it was just like I had to go down to the bottom to see the top. You know, I had to go I had to go dig myself that hole and taking forty five degree showers with a hose you know, in a barn, uh, uh, you know, in, in, 
just insane. I mean, and using an outhouse. I mean, just really roughing it, man. You know, and and it, it took that. That's what I needed. You right. know, and she, she and that, looked at me like I was crazy, man. She looked at me like <laughs> I was crazy. But it anyway, was her yeah, journey. Man, it, oh, it was. That it was, was your it journey. Was, uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I want to continue that though, man. I want to be selfless instead of selfish. If I can right. at all be that, you know, does that make sense at all? I mean, am I, am I just rambling? Or? That makes a whole lot of sense. I think okay. that everybody needs to be uh, less selfish and more selfless. Yes, or sir. Be a better place. Yes, sir. Right? Uh, that yes, sir. Okay. That's that's you know. Uh, that's where I was trying to go with that, and and uh, I, you know, um, I, you know, the big man above, whatever you want to call him, you know, uh, people have their preferences, whatever. But I just call him the big man. Big man had different uh, ideas for me. He got me back in time to be able to be here for when Dad died. I mean, you know, I was the only one here. He died in my arms, a massive heart attack. And and you know what, man? I'm here for my mom now. I'm the youngest of uh, three, I mean, 13, 13 and 15 years older than me, you know, so I was definitely the oops. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> yes, sir, man, yes, sir. <laughs> I get I get made fun of that all the time, you know, all the time too. You know, that's always a running joke in the family that I was adopted, but I look way too much like my mom. I got way too much Cherokee in me, man. Uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, you know, except for being a, uh, you know, a little tall uh, for for uh, you know uh, the, the Native American slaves, I guess males or whatever. But but uh, at any rate, get that from my dad, I guess. But. Uh, but at any rate, you know, uh, I, I just wish people would have, w- would do what I did. Stop what you're doing for a year. I know now. I know this is a stretch because people can't just stop their lives as, like I did. Because I, I'm in a situation right now where I can do that. You know, um, I wish people would be able to just somehow take a year off, go live like I lived work on a ranch with clogs on for God's sakes, <laughs> you know, and get, and get, you know, farm feed every day and get blisters rubbed on your feet and having to, you know, switch. I mean, just do all the work that I did that I didn't realize I could right. do. I was just wish people would do that even for a month, just get out of your comfort zone and then go back and see how you look at it when you go back. Right. You know, I wish people would do that, man. Uh, I think spoiled. it would. Yeah, we are. And with spoiled. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I think that's just a condition of the country. I, I hate to say it. I don't get into politics that much, and I, you know, I don't know that much about, you know, yeah, I serve my country, whatever, but I don't, uh, you know, I, I, I don't. I try not to get into any huge conversations about politics, but, uh, but, uh, you know, I know that our, our right now I have a, uh, I'm so mixed up on what may or may not happen with all this stuff, uh, with our, with our new leaders and all this stuff and, and how our country's going with all the riots and different things. And trust me, nobody wants martial law. Okay. If these cities keep rioting and having gang wars and this and that and going, you know what? 
all these maneuvers that have been going down on in, uh, in South Texas, all the way through Texas, Arkansas, over to New, uh, New Mexico, up into California, up into Oregon, um, uh, all these maneuvers that have been going on are not just regular Army maneuvers, and I'm not supposed to be saying this, but, I mean, who cares? It's, right. it's, for, it's practice for martial law. And nobody will That's not. Right. Nobody wants. Nobody wants to get hit with rubber rubber bullets, man. They don't feel good. Or, or real ones. <laughs> uh, no, sir. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because it gets real. Exactly. Actually, this, um, the students at Kent University a long time ago. They did it back in the sixties, the seventies. Oh no yeah. Problem. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And. Uh, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna get bad if if uh, like you were saying. Um, I think I remember. I think I overheard you saying something about you know just unity, uh, you know, um, it, or it, you know, or, or if if it wasn't you, it was somebody that I was that I was listening to. Uh, either it was it was either today or yesterday, today before I can't remember. But they were talking about unity in our in our whole world, and um, how can we achieve that? Well. I don't know if that's at all possible the way that everybody is so, you know, everyone is so different. But how can we get it to the point where there's not so much crazy stuff going on? Right. You know, and I thought about that a lot this year while I had time to think, man. You know, I was completely unplugged. I had a phone to be able to call my family and that was it. I had no internet, no nothing. And forty days and forty nights, huh? Oh man! Oh, it, it, it was more like nine months. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess, I guess you know that's a great example, though. Yeah, exactly. That's that. You know, that's that. Uh, that's that. You know, um, that that journey that I had to take. Now, right. you know, um, has it made me perfect? No. Has it made me, you know, uh, change my way of thought, thinking to the point of where I just think I'm some holy being? No. You know, um, I just know within myself that it changed me in here, in my heart, my spirit, my soul. Um, you know, uh, uh, for my parents, uh, my dad was very happy with me that I got through that. I did what I was supposed to do. He wanted to hear everything about it when I got home. I got to spend some really good quality time with my pops before he passed, and 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 that's another good thing. Is it, it it you know uh, as far as uh, going back to the to, to the new year thing, and, and I and I don't mean to get off subject so much, man. I'm sorry, but uh, all right, you know. You know, you know what, man. Being able to spend, especially at the end of this year, and I come home when I do, right? Um, he, you know, uh, he and I have never. It, we were close, but close on a level of we could communicate better through emails and through text. When we would get around each other, it was more like, hey, did you see that game? Yeah, Georgia won it, da-da-da, blah-blah-blah, well, well, now we suck, you know, or whatever it is. You know, it was more like just general talk. Right. It was never, it never got deep, and it never got, hey, Dad, I have a problem, unless I could type it out. Right. And that, that was started? our relationship. That's how it started? The closest started with the, um, you know, Internet? You know, kind of like yeah, it, yeah, like yeah, man. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's weird. I mean, it's it's a really strange way to to 
to kind of talk about how you get close to a family member, especially a dad. You know, um, him and I were just never really tight uh, up until, you know, uh, it, 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 I, I call it ancient AOL, you know, AOL, you know, dot ancient dot com. I mean, because nobody ever uses that anymore, hardly. But, you know, he would get on it. And I would see him on it wherever I was, Colorado, Oregon, Tennessee, you know, here, uh, wherever I was living, or, you know, Arizona, all over the daggum place. But when I would see him on, that he was on, then we would start having conversations. And the conversations were so much more meaningful than just, hey, did you see that Georgia game, man? Oh, yeah, Todd Gurley did awesome, but now he's, you know, he's screwed up and he's suspended for four games. Or, you know, he he tore his ACL or blah, blah, blah. You know, and and just, you know, just general sports talk. I mean, anybody can do that. When it comes to a a son and a father, I think that there should be a relationship there if there can be. And there could have been with me. There could have been a lot better relationship, but... The way I figured out to do it to make it stronger was through that, and that's weird, man. You know, that's just strange, right? I mean, to find out that that's the best way that you can communicate is not face-to-face but through technology, that's the only thing that I like about technology. And maybe some people feel more comfortable that way, you know? True, true. And and that maybe that's what it was. You know, maybe that's maybe you hit the you hit the nail on the freaking head there, man. You know, it's because we were in, uncomfortable around each other. Right. It's because he waited thirteen and fifteen years to have me pop out. You know, uh, it, 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 he he uh, you know he pushed me a lot through sports, through high school, things like that, because he saw. Um, that, you know, through him and playing college ball back in the 50s uh, before he went to the Marine Corps uh, up in Nashville. Um, he played four straight years and started his freshman year all the way through. He could shoot the lights out, man. Uh, and that's before he had to be 6'8 and jump through the gym, you know, jump out of the gym. So, uh, you know, he he uh, was very athletic, and that got passed down to my brothers and I. And he saw that in me and uh, pushed me and pushed me and pushed me and pushed me until we started growing apart because I didn't want to play anymore. I'm a musician. Oh, what do you play? I play, I started off uh, dinking around on the piano when I was four, uh, started playing cello when I was 10, uh, played electric oh. bass and upright with some bands when I was 14 to uh, to now, you know, oh, okay. uh, and upright a little bit. You know. Okay. You a serious musician? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than uh, the when the military came through, you know, and I did all that before and after that, um, I've been able to, you know, have the the opportunity to to do some studio work in Nashville for some pretty cool people, uh, and uh, down in Atlanta too, and and uh, you know, it's just my little fifteen minutes of fame here or there where I can say, hey, I played that bass line right there, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool, but, um, you know, it's hard to make a career out of it, obviously. Uh, it, 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 you know, I'm in the position to where I could, but, you know, my dad, my dad, uh, uh, didn't understand that. He saw me, you know, with a, with a 30, you know, a 32, 33 inch vertical leap at, at six, three, not in, in ninth grade, 
you know, being able to, you know, I mean, and, and you know, starting quarterback, and, and I'm not trying to play this so what, you know, pat myself on the back, but I'm just letting you know, you know, what he saw and what what I ended up doing were the positions I got put in were like quarterback, of course, you know, um, tailback, you know, you know, all these positions in these sports to where they're very important. And uh, they it caused a lot of attention towards me, and I didn't like it, man. I, I wanted I was an I was an introvert, and I was very reclusive yep. when I wasn't playing sports. When I felt like I had to please number one, which was pops. Right. Him and him and I grew apart because of that, because of him not understanding that I did not want to play sports anymore. I was right. dead set on playing something with my hands. Um, right. I'm ambidextrous, so you put something in front of me, it comes pretty easy just to be able to pick it up, you know. So, okay. uh, you know, um, he, we, we grew apart because of that. But then that technology came in, and again, like you know, like I said earlier, you know, that technology came in and gave me a way broaden that gap, or, or not broaden it, but to tighten that gap. Right. Does That's that make good. sense? That's a window. Yeah, it makes a lot yeah, of sense. Exactly. Yeah, man. A lot of people it, use I mean, uh, it, technology in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. We convey messages that we have difficulty conveying in person, right, with uh, technology. Some people do it with gifts. Right. So, you know, you know. that was good. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's kind of my, you know, that's my year in a nutshell, and and that's my story with my pops, you know. And I appreciate you letting me share that, man. Because, well, man, you know, that's anytime I'm able to sh- share that and and talk about my dad a little, man, and I and I appreciate you letting me uh, come on your show and 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 uh, try to be a little bit of positive and a little bit of hey, you know, this is what you can do if you don't have a good relationship with your father. Maybe try texting. Maybe try getting him a phone or. You know, if he's a little bit more up in age like mine was, you know, I mean, you got to kind of teach him, okay, here's the computer, here's what you can, here's what you can't do. Dad was already all up into that. He, he, he oh, man, he, he knew. I mean, he, he, he was, he worked in human resources at an insurance company in Chattanooga for 35 years. So he knew about computers. He was up on that. So, you know, uh, other than using AOL, <laughs> but, uh, but, but anyway, uh, you know, when I, and I kid you not, man, anytime I was on my phone well, in all the States that I've been in over the last couple of years, uh, uh, you know, anytime I'd see him pop on, uh, him and I would have a good hour long conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that awesome? I mean, that's yeah. awesome. But to think right. about how that happened and how that came about, I me mean, having me to figure out, having you know, to take the time to figure out, okay, how can I be closer to my dad? How can I make right. this year not only about me, but the time that I was able to spend with him throughout this year when I got back anyway? Um, right. You know, the last couple of weeks after I got back, or well, I guess a little over a month after I got back, you know, when that happened. I, it, it gave me that opportunity. It gave me some time there where I'm glad I came home, like I was telling you before. You know, the big man had a different plan for me, and instead of staying in Oregon, you know, uh, brought me back to Tennessee. So uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's a, it, it, it was a ride. It was a, it was a trip. It really was. And uh, but you know, like I said, my my, uh, I want I want to do that with my brothers too. 
you know, because they're 13, 15 years older than me, like I said. It's almost the same situation. Right. Uh, because of the because of the the length and the because of the the space of age, you know, because of the the the, right. the age gap thing. You know, I couldn't right. remember. What, I couldn't figure out what, how to what to say there. The age gap because of that age gap. Uh, you know, my brothers and I have the same issue, man. Um, it's like talk about Georgia football, you know, or whatever. Because my dad's side of the family grew up right outside of Athens. And of course, you know, it just can't help it. So, but, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, I, I would like to use that. Uh, uh, well, and I kind of am, I'm texting my brothers a little bit more. They're texting back. They, uh, you know, um, uh, it, you know, there's just not a whole lot to say though, because we don't have anything. I don't want to say anything, but we don't have as much in common. Right. Because of the age, if I understand that, you know, there's, in their time, they grew different than you did. But you know what? Yes. Still can communicate. Communicate with anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying everybody's different. So you know, you you might meet somebody, like you're saying, you you, uh, you might meet somebody Asian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Grew up totally different than you. Doesn't mean you can't communicate and um close. So so yeah, there's a gap there, and and growing up. Of course, he's 13 years older. You can't tag along with a guy that's 13 years older than you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's real hard to do, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. So that, that, yeah. that's what created that gap right there. You know, these guys right. are off and running when you was just figuring out what goes in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was a little yeah. tot. But, you know, they were already yeah, doing you, their thing. Right. So you can catch them now, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's still, still, you know, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I believe that now that I've gotten a little older, you know, I just turned 40 last May, this past May, you know, and I, I'm, now I'm a little older, and I don't know about wiser, but I'm definitely older <laughs> and a little bit more gray. But, uh, you know, um, uh, I've realized that, that, that you know, as, uh, especially with this, with this thing with Pops, you know, it's kind of brought us closer together. And, uh, you know, it tends to do that sometimes. You lose a loved one, your your family tends to kind of huddle up, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, I I, I, I just, uh, I, I'm blessed, man. I, I, I really am. Um, uh, I get this new year coming up, and I've got all these things already kind of rolling for me. And, uh, you know, and, and trying, to, trying to, you know, get into a better relationship with them. Uh, try to stay out of the way of stuff right now because there's a lot of things going on with dad, uh, you know, with mom having to deal with dad stuff, all his paperwork, all that craziness that you have to go, that you have to deal with when, when, when a spouse passes away. I mean, over 66 years, man, come on. You know. Uh, you're there, right? You were there with your I'm mom, here. right? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, then. sir. I would be Did nowhere you know? else. I would be okay. nowhere else. I've got a little apartment above the garage, so I'm not all up in her face. Right. And uh, you know, I've got an apartment above the garage. I got my, I got some keyboards up here. I got some, you know some little things that I can mess around with as far as music goes. All that mess. Got my dog here, man, and and uh, and my mom loves that dog, and she is my service dog because of a head injury or whatever. And uh, she uh, she can tell with my with the seizures and stuff like 20 minutes beforehand if I'm gonna have one. It's amazing, but uh, 
Oh, man, she is its just crazy. It's the only way I've been able to drive over the last 10 years, or, well, eight years, I guess, uh, because right. of her. So, but uh, anyway, um, I'm kind of letting her retire now because I'm, I'm doing a little better with all that stuff. So, but uh, at any rate, yeah, man, I would be nowhere else. Uh, uh, I, there is no way I could even fathom going anybody. You know, I'm here for her. Because she's 76 and she needs somebody around. I have no kids. I'm still single. You know, I was married there for a little while, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, luckily that was a civil breakup. I mean, it wasn't like a atom bomb going off. Right. Uh, luckily, we were able to make that pretty civil. Um, and we didn't have kids. We just had dogs. So, you know, she took all my she took she took all my big boys and left me my of course left me my dog, of course, but I uh, took my 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 German Shepherds, my St. Bedards and my Great Pyrenees. And I had two of each and uh, she took all my big boys and girls. But uh that's all right. That's okay. You know, hey, karma, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't wish anything bad on that woman. I I want her to be happy, but you, you know what she did was a little off. But uh at any rate, you don't, you don't want anything bad to happen to her. She has a dog. No, no, but she has my dogs, and that's like kids. Right. And they, I mean, because I right. don't have any. And they and they were, man. I mean, I raised them since they were pups. All all eight of those pure purebred dogs that I found that I just happened to be able to rescue from people that didn't were either going to put them out on the side of the road, or they said, "Come get them. We can't handle these dogs. They're too big." And uh, so, you know, she did what she did, but that's all right. Man. She's she's happy. Was she's that remarried. Was that Say again? before the rescue? Before, was that before Portland or after Portland, the rescue? That that was before. That was before. Uh, you know, um, uh, that was a couple of years back, actually, when the divorce happened and all that. And then, you know, uh, um, you know, she, I occasionally was able to go over there and visit the dogs or whatever and, she went to the point of actually one of my saints, one of my St. Bernard's, uh, we didn't really know how old she was, but uh, I figured she was a little older just because the way she, you know, just kind of moped around a little bit. But I wasn't real sure, but she was dead in the bathtub, and I was over there trying to get some of my uh, military papers. And she, I was wondering why she was blocking me from going in certain areas. And uh, lo and behold, I get home, she calls me and says, Bear, Daisy died. So, well, why didn't you tell me that when I was there, woman? Crazy? You know, I mean, good Lord. And, you know, she had her cancer-ridden mother help her bury that dog. Well, I was I was there 15 minutes before that. You know, so, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, women women are just a different breed altogether. You know that, man. I mean, I, I don't I don't. That's get another it. show. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> That is definitely a whole nother show, plus one probably, man. But yeah, uh, but yeah you, you, oh, absolutely, man. But uh, but you know what though? Um, in 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 light of of the subject and and what you're talking about, you know, the new year thing, I, I would love to know what what's going on and what you were talking. You know, I did I kind of cut in there in the middle of of what you were trying to say, uh, you know, um, about what's going on with you, and 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 uh, I'd love to hear you know, what you have going on with, with you instead of it all being, I don't want it all be about me, you know, just, uh, uh, I would love to know what what you have going on. And for the new year? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. 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 Well, what I'm trying to do is I'm going to try and improve on everything that, that I, that I'm doing. 
All of me. Okay. That's hundred percent. And as, I might need to take a journey like yours. Hey man, it, it, you know what? I'm gonna tell you, it's it, it, it's a little rough because it's uncomfortable because it right. isn't what you're used to. Right. And that's the whole point, man. You know, that's the whole point. And and uh, if you did that, oh man. I'm telling you, it, it, it. You know, yeah, I'm going through a rough time right now with all, you know, the grief and all that. But on, at the same time, I found myself smiling more than I have in a long time uh, because I realized that the roof over my head doesn't right. have to be here. Right. You know, the dog that's in uh, that's sitting here looking at me right now, wanting a treat. Oops, I shouldn't have said that word. Uh, <laughs> now I got her all up in my face. Uh, you know, I mean, having her, having this, uh, you know, 30 acres out here in Tennessee, I mean, do I really like living out here? Uh, yeah, that's a whole other story, too. But, uh, you know, um, uh, having all this stuff, having what we need, not having too much extra you know, but but being blessed and having what we have, I, I, it has. I mean, like I said earlier, man, and I can't say this enough. Doing what I did brought me to the place where I needed to be. And if right. you, if if that's what it needs to be for you or for anybody else listening out there, you guys, gals, whoever, you know, um, if you have the uh, if you have the chance at all to just take a break and stop. You know, don't listen to the world for a week or a month or two months, right? Right. You know, I mean, don't listen to all this chaos that's going on. Get quiet. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, and and then go back into it and and see how maybe you reset yourself somehow, right? Right. You know, I mean, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, people do it in, in different ways, you know. Uh, right. You know, maybe not to the extreme that you do it, but they some people right, deny right, themselves, right. you know, because like you're saying a situation everybody can afford to do what you did, the way right, you did right. it. But you can do something similar to that, you know, but not oh, it's the worth manner it. that you did it. Right. right, right. Well, and 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 as far as the 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 money to be able to do something like that, to be honest with you. The only reason why I was able to come from, uh, you know, uh, I was still here. Uh, you know, mom and dad were both here. I was still up here in the apartment because the seizures were still not under control. Uh, and um, I was willing to try anything. And I had a, uh, unfortunately, I had a car accident in my Jeep. And uh, it totaled, so I got a big fat check. So, of course, where do you think I'm going to go? I'm going to go somewhere where I don't have to have a car. And I'm gonna go right. somewhere where I've lived before, <laughs> you know. So, so I ended up in Portland, man, and and it's a beautiful city. But like I said earlier, you know, but I mean, it's too expensive. They raise, but they tried to level it out by raising up the minimum wage, thirteen to fifteen dollars an hour. Oh, and yeah, but in Portland, so fifteen dollars I mean, an hour. Some people are working um, jobs getting fifteen dollars an hour in Philadelphia. Yes, sir. Oh, I know. Down here in Tennessee, the same way, Nashville, Chattanooga, 
you know, minimum wage is what, eight seventy five or something like that, or eight fifty seven seventy five or something like that down here. Right. Right. You right. know, it's seven, crazy. Seven something here. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, you know, people wonder why, you know, that uh they have to work three jobs or they have to do this and that and whatever else to to get by. Well, it's because, you know, I mean, it's our economy and it's crazy, but but uh for whatever reason that city it, it, they try to uh they try to they try to help their people. Uh uh you know, they, they realize you know, they realize the rent went up like that. They realize that. But they're right. trying to, you know, they're trying to even it out for people where it's a little bit more fair, where they can afford those places. You know, and uh, if those bills go through anyway, you know, through the now, whether they have or not, I don't know. I I wasn't there long enough to really know if they went uh, through with all that. I know it was in the state, you know, going through as a bill being passed and all that for the, the increased minimum wage. But at any rate, you know, uh, you know, you don't have to have a lot. What my, what I was getting at, man, is you don't have to have a whole lot of money to go and do something like I did. The thing that you do right. have to do, you do have to have though, is the time. You know, and with me not being able to work, and I hate that. Anybody out there that thinks it's fun to to be disabled and not work, you got it all twisted. You got you got it twisted. Because trust me, seven eight years of not being able to do much, it'll drive somebody, you know what, crap crazy. Right. You know, I mean, right. you know, I mean, man, I, I, you know, it's just, it's not fun. It makes life go by so slow, and it's just, mm. oh, you know, and, and I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to raise a pity card. Oh, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not. I'm not I understand trying to what you're do saying. that. Yeah, I but I mean, that. yeah, I mean, if somebody's saying, "Oh man, I wish I had his life," he doesn't have to do jack crap. Uh, yes, I do. Um, I'm here. I'm taking care of my mother. I'm taking care of 30 acres. We have we have animals here. We got my dog. We got other animals too. So. You know, I'm almost kind of doing and continuing what I was doing in Oregon, but but not to that extent. But I'm here right. for my mom. That's my full-time job right now is my mother. Right. And uh, so, you know, um, I, I, unfortunately, yeah, I don't get to date much. I don't get to talk to women that much. I don't, I don't have a, a very good possibility or a very good chance of meeting somebody right now because that's not my focus, and, and, I, and I don't right. like saying that. But man, sometimes you just have to drop whatever is uh, you think is important to you, and then realize what is important. And this is taking care of my mom right now. So that that's my story, man. You know, right. um, but, uh, that makes that, a lot of that, sense. That, there. Yeah, that man. makes a lot of sense. Um, don't forsake uh, what you like. Do what you must do. You're right. All right, Bear. I'm, I'm gonna thank you for calling. We've got we're out of time. Okay, man. Call again next week, brother. All right, you're welcome. All right? Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you. All right, man. I want to thank everybody that listened today. I want to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host the show. And I want to say, everyone, have a safe and 
prosperous new year. And the woman mother, that's before the the revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the court from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through what in a red, black, and green liberation junction that one. he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Beverly Hillbilly and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry Hall, women liberationists, and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Key, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck on the rare earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.